Welcome to Frankly Speaking About Family Medicine, a CME podcast series where each week we translate today's late-breaking clinical research and news into tomorrow's practice. I'm Dr. Frank Domino, professor in the Department of Family Medicine and Community Health at the University of Massachusetts Chan Medical School and editor-in-chief of the 5-Minute Clinical Consult. Be sure to follow the link in the description after today's episode for more information about today's article and to claim CME credit. This podcast is brought to you by PrimeMed. You're seeing Lawrence, a 46-year-old male, who's here for his yearly health maintenance visit. While you're taking his history, you ask the usual questions about exercise, diet, and substance use. Lawrence states that he exercises sporadically and lets you know that he drinks a couple of beers on Saturday and denies illicit drug use. When you ask about coffee consumption, he responds, I have two cups in the morning, and most days I treat myself to a caramel macchiato in the afternoon. How should we be counseling Lawrence about his coffee intake today? Hi, this is Frank Domino, and joining me this morning is Dr. Susan Feeney, Director of the Adult Gerontology and Family Nurse Practitioner Programs at the UMass Chan Medical School, Tan Ching Fen Graduate School of Nursing. Coffee. Thank you so much, Susan, for talking about coffee. My favorite as I sit here with my cup of coffee. What is the known evidence about coffee and its overall relationship to health? Well, it's interesting. There's been growing evidence that coffee is associated with a reduced risk of all-cause mortality, that it has a real health benefit. Um, And that's about a moderate consumption. So, you know, three to four cups a day seems to have a positive impact on uh, reduction in risk of death. How about more than that? Well, it's very interesting. Most of the studies show what we call a U-shaped correlation so that, um, you know, not no consumption or little consumption doesn't have a benefit and too much more than, you know, more than four cups, four or five cups or more might have, um, you know, there's no, there's no positive impact on, on reduction in death. So that you, so it's a U-shape. So when the, when folks drink, you know, three to four cups, there does seem to be a modest improvement in the and reduction, I should say, in the risk of death. All right. Um, all coffee, decaf, what, what's, what's okay? Well, it's interesting. Um, what they have found is that um, instant, which is just, a, should be outlawed, I think, but instant or ground, you know, perked coffee, caffeinated or decaffeinated, doesn't seem to have a difference. It's something in within the complex structure of coffee, regardless of caffeine, that seems to have the positive benefit. Yeah, I I didn't realize coffee had so many components. You just think of coffee and caffeine, and it's it's really got quite a few chemicals. Right. Um, I have never been one to drink my coffee black. What are the pros and cons of adding uh, something to my cup of coffee? Well, so this was it's very interesting. There was a recent study that said, okay, we, we know all this good stuff about coffee, but no one's ever looked at all the stuff that people put into their coffee, right? Primarily sugar and sweeteners. And is there some kind of difference between, you know, the um, mortality and morbidity rates in people who drink coffee with sweetener versus that drink black or, or with no, unsweetened, I should say. So this particular study looked at um, about 
171,000 people in the UK um, with an average age of 56 years. They looked at them for a, a, over a, a nine year. They had done a, they had a, a group of, and a bunch of data from a cohort study. And they looked at people, and of course they, they, looked at, they took, you know, controlled for other, other things, but they looked at coffee consumption and whether they had it sweetened, unsweetened, or artificially sweetened. So sweetened with sugar or some kind of a sugar substance, an artificial sweetener or unsweetened. And they found that a sugar sweetener and had really no difference on, it still had a good positive effect that it, the, the sweetener did not have an impact on the, uh, on the risk of death. So that unsweetened and sweetened with sugar seemed to have similar types of effects, positive impact on uh, the mortality risk. Um, un, the artificial sweetener, they said, was very was not as easy to look at the association. So they they sort of left that aside and said, we're not going to say whether that makes an impact or not. And there's a lot of evidence on artificial sweetener that there's there's issues with that. But that is good news. Um, the limitation, however, though, um, the average sugar that they found was between one and one and a half teaspoons per drink. And um, so there was a, an editorial that came out after this study was like, well, people use a lot more than that in this country. So I don't know if you have this caramel macchiato that Lawrence is drinking, I can tell you has more than one and a half teaspoons of sugar. Um, and so that is one of the limitations is that, you know, if you've ever gone to a one of our iconic coffee shops and gotten a, a regular coffee, there's four teaspoons of sugar in that. So hard to know, but at least from this particular study, it appears that the coffee still wins um, as long as you're using a natural sweetener um, and uh, didn't say anything. They really didn't look at cream or milk. Um, so that would be another area that would need some uh, to be looked at. But um you know, I would think that of these people who sweetened their coffee, there might be some folks who put milk in there. So I guess we could maybe extrapolate. There might be not, not any, you know, impact, but we don't have that, that data. You bring up a really good point. If you go to any place and order a pre-made sweetened coffee, it has an enormous amount of sugar. Four teaspoons for a regular coffee seems almost low to me. Yeah. If people use pumps of, of liquid sweetener, th there can be up to eight teaspoons worth of sugar in there. And it's normally corn syrup, all the more uh, worrisome and annoying. So I, I like this data. I like a little bit of sweetener in your coffee. Go ahead, do it. But don't use artificial sweeteners because we have no data that shows it's beneficial and we have plenty of data that shows there's some adverse risk to doing it. Right, right. Um, what do you want to say to Lawrence today? So I think what I'd say to Lawrence is first, I'd want to know what his BMI is. I want to know what his li lipids are, uh, his blood sugar, his blood pressure. But I think you can say, look, the coffee intake is fine. And actually three to four cups, which would be, you know, six to eight ounces per cup a day is fine. I think I might say to him, how big is that caramel macchiato? Because, it, you know, and the thing, one thing I will say about a lot of these, co these coffee shops is they'll have the caloric intake of what it is. And I might negotiate with him and say, this might not, it may not take away the positive impact of the coffee, but it's, it's definitely calories that you don't, may not want. And it's, we know that 
increased caloric intake adds weight. And we know that overweight is not good. So I think I would caution him, maybe make it more of a treat, maybe two times a week, maybe not every day. Um, just because it's, it's the, not so much with the coffee as it is, it's just, it's a lot of calories. Yeah. I, I, I agree completely. Um, once he hears that, I think most people don't realize how much sugar calories there are in those sweetened drinks and maybe just pointing it out and saying, gee, wouldn't you rather have a cookie or something else? Yeah. <laughs> I know I would. Well, and it's funny because occasionally you go through the, the drive-thru and they'll give you someone's coffee by mistake. They'll give you a sweetened coffee. And you realize if you're if you like me, I never put sugar in my coffee. It, I almost spit it out. It's so, so sweet, you know. And I think people get accustomed to that level of sugar and, and um, it's just important for them to be con- you know, conscious of what they're putting into their body. I agree. Well, Susan, thank you very much. I'm going to go have a coffee after we're done. <laughs> Me too. Practice pointer. Two to four cups of coffee appears to have a positive impact on overall health without any adverse consequences. Join us next time when we talk about the role of screen time physical activity and sleep, and its impact on adolescence. Thank you for listening to Frankly Speaking About Family Medicine, brought to you by PrimeMed. To claim CME credit and receive additional information about the article referenced in today's episode, follow the link in the description. To stay up to date on the most recent clinical research and news, please subscribe to Frankly Speaking About Family Medicine and be sure to check out PrimeMed.com for additional CME content.